am Becky Harmon, author and worker bee here at the Bella Books Warehouse in Tallahassee, Florida. Bella Books is proud to be the largest lesbian-owned press devoted to the publication of books written for, by, and about women-loving women. Welcome to our What's New at Bella podcast. When I saw you had a book coming out, I thought, oh, I'll get Riley on a podcast. And then I thought, this is a good time to kind of do a test with a spouse because I know you guys and, you know, we've gotten to hang out and stuff before. So I thought it would be kind of fun to have both of you, both of you here. So I was glad you were open to that. Absolutely. <laughs> we're excited about it. I it's going to be fun. would not have missed it. So how much do you want to tell Riley about where you grew up and things like that? I grew up in the Bible Belt, super small town, uh, very Baptist upbringing. So uh, that tends to, not so much in On the Rocks, but in a lot of my uh, other books, it, it tends to be a theme of, you know, kind of that um, some people, you know, think that those struggles are something that are struggles of the past where, you know, in small town America, it's still a very real struggle. Do I hear a doggy door? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I recognize that sound. So did you say where you grew up? I grew up in New Mexico. On the eastern side of the state, right on the Texas border is where uh, I was raised. And so basically it's like little Texas, town of less than a thousand people. So very small, very rural, uh, very, very, very conservative area. I believe your father's a minister. Um, yes, he was a uh, Baptist youth pastor. I'm sure that was fun growing up. Yeah, you know, it definitely did create a different dynamic. Um, and I, I love my parents very much. We're, 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 we're good now. But, you know, there, there are definitely some, some struggles in that area. And, and growing up as um, the, the child of a youth pastor, you definitely, you're in church all the time. Um, and it's, you hear all the time, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. So it was a, my coming out experience was happened over, uh, over about a decade. Um, and it was one of those really wrestling with yourself, uh, type of things. So that's definitely something that I think influences some of my, some of my past books. So before we, we move to the fact that you're now in Florida, you want to tell the story of how you met Heather? (laughs) Um, Sure. Uh, Does Heather want to tell the story Uh, of how you met? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's originally from California, um, and I was living in Albuquerque at the time. Um, And I can let her speak to a little bit of her experience that brought her to Albuquerque if she wants to. But um, we met a week after you moved. I'm pretty sure we were talking as my life was falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> so as she was leaving California, we were talking before she even got to New Mexico. We met online, classic American love story. Um, and then later met in a bar, double classic. And <laughs> uh, we were supposed to be a very short-lived fling. Both of us were in kind of a hot mess position in our lives. And I canceled that- our first date. She canceled our first date, and I typically had a no-show rule that was just, that was it. I was in my early 20s, and I was a little bit cocky, and I was like, oh, you don't want to show up? It's done. Uh, But then she got a second chance, so uh, I got plenty of second chances later, don't worry. Uh, But uh, but we met at a bar. It was supposed to be a fling, and uh, we had a pretty rough first year because we were both in such a rough emotional place but we figured it out as stubborn as we both are we love pretty stubbornly too yeah 
That's a really good way to put it, actually, because I think that in the beginning, we neither one of us were trying to be in a relationship. And I think that that really is what alibis ended up being. Alibis, the bar in your book. But on the rocks ended up being more so a lot about how we weren't really in the position to be in love. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where the basis of the book even came up. But it was so much of that tumultuous time where we were absolutely just the worst people. And On the Rocks is very much uh, about fictional characters, but it, it came about because I wanted to show that sometimes we find beauty in that brokenness. You know, that time where we know we're not good for ourselves, we're not good for anyone else, but we can find beauty in that and really find personal growth that helps us to accept that in a way, because I really feel like that's, that's the underlying theme of under of on the rocks. And a lot of that has to do with the way we found each other. It was, it was messy. It wasn't supposed to last. Um, And we fought for it and we, we had to both grow up quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, like I said, On the Rocks is uh, fictional, but it that's where the theme came from. That's where the root of the angst comes from. <laughs> You're very angsty and very dramatic at the time, but it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come back to the book in just a minute, but then you guys moved from Albuquerque to Pensacola? Um, yeah, so we left Albuquerque in 2016 to come to Florida. Um, and it it was kind of just one of those on a whim things, you know, we needed a fresh start that was just ours, um, because everything at that point that we had built was kind of wrapped up in, in our lives before. And, and more than anything, I think we needed a change of pace and we wanted to try something new. Uh, we came down here to visit some family in the area, saw the beach and on the plane ride home, we're laughing about, we could move down there. Um, and six months later we were packing our bags. So we, we took a shot in the dark, uh, had only been here one time. Uh, (laughs) and I mean, my family used to vacation in Florida, but it was a different part of Florida. So this was pretty much sight unseen for the most part, aside from the handful of places we'd gone on our two day visit. And, uh, we ended up loving it. We bought a house. We planned to stay for a while. The beach, beach life suits us a little bit. It does. And I know that you you found great displeasure in your camping experiences once you moved here rather than in Albuquerque. Camping in Florida is a different beast. It's Uh, so funny that you say that because we just came off of another camping trip, which... Oh, I thought you'd never go again. Oh, no. Our camping trip, it was last weekend, actually. It was still crazy and not at all the type of camping that we're used to, but in the completely opposite side of the spectrum. And a little more about that is just last time we went, we literally slept to death and were brought back to the, from the dead. And then whenever we came back this next time, we almost froze to death. <laughs> camping in New Mexico is a pretty great experience, actually, because it's, you know, the even though our summers get really hot, There's no the nights here. cool off. And there are no gators, but the nights cool off. You're usually somewhere near the few bodies of water we have. It is the desert, but there's usually a body of water nearby that kind of cools you off. And uh, it's pretty great. Our first camping experience here, we always went for her birthday in July. And our first camping experience here. Oh, yeah, you're sitting there laughing and laughing. 
<laughs> Nobody told us. <laughs> I, I wanted to give her the experience she wanted, which was a camping trip. So I was planning and planning and could only find one campground that allowed dogs. And it, it was pretty sketchy by the time we got out there anyway. But then even after the sun went down, it was July. It was hot. It was humid. It there was... were signs everywhere that said, no swimming, gators. <laughs> and coming from not Florida or the South, where that's something that you see, that's terrifying to us. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty rough awakening to the fact that we weren't sure we could go camping again. Um, that said, we've gone a handful of times this year in the winter, and that seems to suit us better. Although last time there was a freak freeze when we were camping that we didn't know about because we had no cell service. <laughs> and all of a sudden it just got really, really cold. Florida's unpredictable. That's true. That's very true. My poor little garden decided that it wasn't going to make most of it. I think it froze all to death. And that's the way it works here. It either freezes or melts. We'll be prepared next year. The the gardening thing is a new thing for us. It's our garden and that we both we both benefit from it. Well, I do see I do see a lot of meals on Facebook. Yeah, it does. She grows the food and I make it. That sounds like a perfect plan. It's a great division of labor, which is what relationships are all about. That's right. So I'm I'm glad to hear that story. I had never heard your story on why you came to Pensacola. I thought it was a job that had brought that had brought you guys no, here. Actually, neither of us whenever we decided that we were gonna move, neither of us had jobs lined up. Yeah. It was very much a shot in the dark and I am I have anxiety and O C D and so many things and I am a planner. Um, and that was not something that came easily to me to just pick up, not have a job lined up, not really know where we were going, um, and just move across the country. Uh, and honestly, had it not been exactly in that time in our lives, I don't think I would have done it, but it, it was great. We're, we're really glad we did. So we, we didn't have jobs lined up, but I ended up getting to keep mine and work remotely. Which cannot lose you. You have to stay. And she's like, okay, great. We're just going to work remotely. And I like perfect great. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I was Ubering. I was looking for jobs on uh, Indeed forever. I almost became a broker of insurance. That didn't work out. <laughs> Those were our lean months. But now you're in the banking business, right, Heather? Yeah, happily employed with benefits. <laughs> but not something you truly love. No, that's why I have the art outlet. And I didn't know that you had done the cover until I was scanning the author copies. So very nice. Thank you. I am so thrilled with how it eventually ended up turning out. Uh, working for your wife as a commission, it's it's a different feel than working for strangers for a commission. Um, I'm probably not the easiest customer either because I'm one of those that I'm like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I'm like, no, it's great. I just want it to be not that. <laughs> <laughs> And then I give very unclear direction. Right. Uh, and I know that's the worst because I actually work with clients in a creative capacity. So it, my day job. So I know that that's frustrating to be like, I don't know what I want, but it's not that. Uh, but I turned very much into that client. Which honestly turned out to be a great thing for the cover because my frustration turned into what, <laughs> what it is that you see on the cover. But it is also like the beautiful concept of, what it is that we're actually showing you, but the style of it is so chaotic that I think it really brings out a lot for the 
the premise of the book. <laughs> tell us, tell us what it is, in case the listeners haven't seen it yet. So I had taken this picture one night um, at a cigar bar here in town. Our um, favorite place. Cigar bars have a special place in our heart because we actually met at a cigar bar um, for the first time. But so we're at the cigar bar in Pensacola, and they're having this like ladies' night where they gave everyone a rose. And so I've got this picture that I took that had you know this rose and this like dimly lit bar with my with my whiskey on the rocks and the cigar next to it beautiful loved it so I was like okay maybe we can recreate this so I had her work on you know lightening up the image it was super dark um so that didn't really work out and then she recreated the image and I turned into a picky person and I was like no maybe not that and so she drew something that was completely completely different um and it was great uh and it had two women um it's actually now featured in a sticker pack that she created for the book um but then I was like you know that's kind of I don't know maybe we can kind of go back to something that's you know more this you know this whiskey glass and this rose and you can take it from there because I don't know the process from there (laughs) then literally I just outlined it and then I splashed it with color (laughs) in a fit of fury and that's that's where the book is so that's (laughs) It's a whiskey glass with a rose and uh, a myriad of colors. It almost looks like, almost like a digital watercolor. Yeah. And so it really, it really tied in perfectly, honestly, because it's also one of the main characters is an artist. So you've got an artist and a bar owner. So it really kind of collided into this, you know, really beautiful cover. So it, it worked out perfectly. She did a great job. It's, I love it. It's so, it's so cool. You guys are so cute. <laughs> I think that hearing about your bit of a rough start for that time period kind of shows why you guys are so strong now, because you both grew up kind of and changed together and became stronger, and you did it all together, and yeah. it really, I mean, when I think of relationships, you guys are like... You guys are the best, truly. Well, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You know, we talk about that a lot. because We've been forged in fire. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, we're still changing to this day. You know, I think there's everyone's on a personal growth journey. And I think it's just making sure that you're really in sync on that. You know, even there are times where we talk about things and one of us is, you know, changing in a certain way and it's just being really open and honest about that and supporting one another through that, I think. But I, I do think that that definitely comes from uh, the way we were forced to communicate in the beginning. And also we had wow. this freedom that we didn't think it was going to last. So we yeah. kind of, in, like, we kind of all of my ugly. Yeah. I'm going to lay my crazy out there ahead of time. This is what you're getting into. This is just, you know, let's, let's have a good time. <laughs> I don't want any premises about anything. Yeah. There was no, no need to, you know, put on a good face for anything. So it was like, Oh, you're in a bad place. I'm in a bad place. You know, cheers. <laughs> So I I think that openness and honesty, you know, set the foundation that I guess maybe we should all be having approaching relationships, but we just typically don't because we want to put the best foot forward. Um, Because I think a lot of people would run if you were just like, hey, here's my crazy, (laughs) you know, but uh, she was a trooper, so. (laughs) And compared to the book? Is that the characters in the book? Are they both on a in a rough patch? They are. So uh, you have uh, Lennon, who owns a bar, and you have Alex, who's an artist. 
Um, one of them is uh, coming off of something that, you know, they really thought was, was a relationship they were going to be in for a long time. Um, and the other one's uh, fresh off a broken engagement, like weeks off of a broken engagement. Um, so, you know, they've both got a lot of baggage. Uh, they both hit this point where I think there's a rebellion that follows heartache most of the time. Um, and unfortunately, yeah. sometimes that's a rebellion against ourselves. And it's, you know, it's, it's unhealthy and it's catastrophic and chaotic. And, and I think that that's where both of these characters are at. They're in this place where they're struggling with a lot of, you know, even mental health issues. There's a lot of anxiety and depression and, and, and stuff going on in these characters' lives. And um, really just trying to pick up the pieces from that brokenness. But like we tend to do, you know, slap a Band-Aid on it and move forward rather than deal with it at first. So, um, yeah, that's a lot of that uh, chaotic energy is what's, what's embodied in these two characters. Yeah. I can't wait to read it. So how have you guys dealt with uh pandemic? I know, are you still working from home, Heather? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still working from home. Uh, we, Yay. as far as safety goes, um, we pretty much are hermits, which haven't, we're still alive. We still love each other, which is, is great. Um, you know, the very few times that we've gone out, we've just been, you know, very super careful. We just want to make sure that we're not the reason for anything bad happening to anybody else, you know, but um, we also want to make sure that we're keeping our home healthy. So, yeah. so as far how... as that's concerned, we've been homebound, but it's been pretty great because we've launched into my Etsy shop. We've launched into our garden. We've discovered what the newer generation is doing with TikTok. Like we have, we got chickens. We got uh, chickens. I actually, uh, I wrote a lot more last year. Uh, it was life slowed down a little bit, you know, to the point where I didn't realize we were, I, I mean, I knew we were busy and I knew we were constantly in that go, go, go mindset, but I didn't realize how much that would change just by being home all the time you know, um, and not having a lot of obligations. We, we did do the uh, Zoom happy hours and the, you know, the Zoom game nights and stuff like that. But we spread those pretty far out, mainly because for work, I was having to Zoom four or five times a day. And so, you know, at that point, you kind of get, you get a little bit fatigued. And yeah. so by the time we were done for the day, it was like, well, we've got a whole evening ahead. Um, and now I cook pretty much every meal. And so that's been fun too. We've experimented with some new recipes. Um, I wrote two books last year, which was good and back on track with the writing schedule I had uh, kind of before we got married. Um, wedding planning kind of put a hiatus on my writing for a couple of years. And then, uh, so it was really good. We slowed down. Um, she made a lot of art. She's, she's kind of being brushing over that, but she made, an incredible amount of things. She built an Etsy shop from the ground up and let's give it a plug. At Etsy it's sketch and scrawl gifts. And you have um, things out there that uh that go yeah. with the uh, Riley's book? She did do she designed a custom set of stickers and uh I'm wearing currently an alibi's uh craft cocktail bar t shirt that she made that for the uh bar in the book. So neat. We've been giving away uh, those on Twitter. We've been doing some, uh, some I want a T-shirt. Giveaways. I want a T-shirt. 
Can I get yes. one? All right, I got you. Um, we'll take care of it. Okay. All right. Do I get to choose colors, or are they all that color? I like that yeah, color. Yeah, you can choose. You can I choose like colors if you want. Kind of. This. I like this one a lot. It's this like maroon good. and like a really dark grayish black. Yeah. It looks like a bar shirt. <laughs> cool. I've got a a down the rabbit hole T-shirt from Jesse Chandler's the coffee shop that's in her yeah. Shea O'Hanlon books. So yeah. I like stuff like that. Yeah. It was it was really fun. It was the first time that I I'd really ventured into doing anything like that for my books. And honestly, it was it came about because another author on Twitter had reached out to her after she'd done my cover and had been promoing her stuff and asked her, you know, she sells custom stickers. And so she, she'll do the sticker pack where she designs, you know, 10 to 12 different art pieces that are then put on vinyl stickers. And uh, someone reached out to her and said, Hey, will you do some about my book? And so, I mean, and she started uh, this author, Lucy Bexley. She's great. She started doing this for um, a handful of other books that came out and inspired other authors to do the same. And so when mine came out, I was like, well, I want custom stickers. Um, and then I was like, I also want a custom shirt because, you know, there's there's a bar shirt mentioned in there. I mean, she's the owner of the bar. You know, she's, of course, got shirts with their yeah. merch. Um, so, uh, so, so we came up with a logo for this fictional bar. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. But yeah, I mean, it, th- this one, this book actually had a lot of fun interactive stuff. I created a Spotify playlist. I created custom cocktails that are in the book. Um, and there's recipes for all of the cocktails. Yeah, I in saw the book. that in the book. Yeah, so I went through and had just basically been like, I'm gonna experiment with some different stuff. That was also quarantine. I'm gonna make my home bar. You know. <laughs> And at that point, you're like, why do we we have to stick to just, you know, the original? Like, typically, I'll drink a whiskey on the rocks, but that's my drink of choice. But I do enjoy a good craft cocktail that has a bunch of flavors. So we we played around with that throughout the summer and just kind of created things. And I'd, I'd make something up and tell her, hey, try this. <laughs> and I'd write little notes in the kitchen. And, you know, so it was fun. I've been playing around with this idea for my Etsy shop anyway, since I do have so many authors not just my lovely wife I I'm one of many she's one of many that have been approaching me and saying you know if you want to put this on here uh, or on your Etsy so that other people can buy it not just when we're doing giveaways then we can still support the artist and then um which is and people can have merch because yeah. it's, it's kind of a fun thing you know I yeah. mean we see it with you know we see it with fandoms and you know big 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 books that are like you know the ones made into movies and stuff people they sell merch and stuff like that so it's kind of fun to get get to the support I mean authors you know in that way you know a really fun way yeah tell me about the four-legged critters that you have in the house yes we have um when we first met we each had uh one small dog um I have I had Bella uh who serendipitously I had named prior to actually signing a contract with Bella Books and that's actually the reason I reached out to Bella Books. Um, I was looking at a handful of uh, publishers and I was really 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 closeted at the time and super scared to you know put my name out there in any way or capacity and Bella was sitting right next to me on the couch and I came across Bella Books and I was like you know I I mean I thought it was a long shot new I, I had read so many books by Bella authors, but I was like, you know what? You're my good luck charm. Let's, you know, let's hit submit. And so I did. And, you know, the history a decade later almost. But um, yeah, so Bella's been with me for a long time. 
And she had Brody. I had Brody just before I moved from California. Like, in April, I got Brody. And then in August, I left California. So he was still a very brand new baby puppy by the time I moved. What is Bella? Chihuahua? Bella is a chihuahua. She's a six-pound chihuahua. And what is Brody? Brody is some sort of a Pomeranian mix. Football. <laughs> yeah, he's a football for sure. He's basically like a perma puppy. He has just these cute little puppy eyes all of the time. Um, and then and when then we moved I, here, our um, love child. Yes, our love child. <laughs> um, she surprised me with a Rottweiler puppy. I was going to say that's the Roddy. Um, and uh, he is precious. He is he's a big boy. He is 130 pounds, um, so we have ranging from six pounds to 130. Um, six pounds is the boss. So yeah, six pounds is definitely the boss. She's the queen. Um, he's our big old goofy boy. He's he's hilarious. Um, he's like a perma puppy mentally though. Yeah. Um, everything to Brick is super exciting and super fun, and he's just he's he's a he's a goober. He he makes us laugh quite a bit. And then um, we almost also, three years ago, we adopted a senior dog who needed a home. Um, and uh, so she is a 16, almost 16, 16 on April 1st, sweet 16, 16-year-old Cocker Spaniel. We're going to throw a sweet 16 party. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's precious. She's funny and Every- more excited to see us than probably any of the others, even though, I mean... She's she's older and she she has a hard time getting around sometimes, but she is just overjoyed every time we every time we walk in the room. Every Aww. Christmas and birthday, we always act like maybe this isn't going to be the last. You know, maybe this is the last. Right. So she always gets like super pampered. <laughs> yeah, she, her, all of her celebrations are extra special because if you make it that long, I mean, man, yeah. you deserve you deserve all the good things in the life. Definitely. So they all deserve all the good. They things. all deserve all the good things. We're just we just know at any second that we're gonna turn around. <laughs> but uh, she's our golden girl. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's sassy. And so she's perfect. <laughs> Bella, Brody, Brick, and and Carly. Carly. So the the three Bs, all of them. We I had Bella and she had Brody when we met, so we decided we Brick had to be named with a B. But when Carly came to us, she was already thirteen, so right. she had her name well established. Yeah, so. right. And she's deaf now, so she, it doesn't really matter what we call her. <laughs> Poor dog is plenty. We love them all, but it's plenty. Yeah. And then we have six chickens. Yes, we have six chickens, and their names are. So we have our golden girls in that crew. We have Dorothy, Blanche, Rose, and Sophia. And then, and then we have two extras. So we have Princess Leia and Hen Solo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I remember when you were doing the naming on Facebook yeah. when you were asking yeah. for name suggestions. The golden yeah. girls is perfect. That's that's yeah. perfect. They're, wonderful and they all have their own little perfect personalities and they're they're just perfect just watching them on a day when you might be not feeling it or having a horrible day you just watch those little chicken butts flipping around and it's just the cutest thing in the world i would recommend for anyone who does not have chickens google chickens running on youtube it's the funniest thing the way they run it's hilarious (laughs) we just sit on our on our patio uh rocking chair and just watch them <laughs> just run around like little crazy 
So let's sum up all the places that people can reach out to you guys. Let's uh, do the Etsy shop again, all the social media. For right now, I am reachable on Instagram and Twitter at Sketch and Scrawl and on Etsy at Sketch and Scrawl Gifts. And I'm probably most active on Twitter. um, And my handle is Riley Scott Books. Um, I do have a Facebook page, and I'm going to straight up admit that I do not check it often. Um, I also have an email address if people want to reach out. It's RileyScottBooks at gmail.com. And so occasionally I also um, on Twitter will post um, my newsletter sign up. I send out a quarterly newsletter just to kind of keep people up to date. Um, But probably the best way, if you you don't see it on my Twitter or you want to get uh, in touch or whatever, just shoot me an email or a direct message on Twitter. So. So that's it for us today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you'll share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know who I'm chatting with. You can share your likes and dislikes of this podcast by reaching out to Becky at BellaBooks.com. We are rushing forward. I'll take you. I'll take you anywhere. Bella Books is proud to provide books where the woman always wins and the story lingers in our minds long after the last words. Special thanks to singer-songwriter and Bella Books author Jamie Anderson for the use of her song Drive All Night during this podcast. You can find out more information about Jamie, including a link to her YouTube channel at jamieanderson.com. All night. Drive.